welcome back folks to good to game radio i'm your host tony speaking and this is our three-year anniversary jaime you were just reminding me about that yes welcome back from your trip uh, in mexico but uh you just reminded me that this is our three-year anniversary for the show right and boy it has gone by quickly but uh it's like you said you know when you're having fun it, it it tends to do that a hundred plus episodes and we're still going strong i think what do you think tony tony you were when you recorded the first episode a mere three years ago do you remember what that first episode was titled shamefully i do not (laughs) and and you were the only one by the way recording this (laughs) you're flying solo that time the first episode was ever was titled hello world oh yeah Hello world. Hello the, world. The uh, the uh, ever uh, uh, famous uh, computer programmers line when you first start uh, into the field of computer programming, it's what you do is you write a program. Hello world. Dude, <laughs> I just realized that I've done like a lot of tutorials and stuff for different programming languages, and it, I just realized that's always the case. It's always hello world. Yeah, you didn't catch that. No. <laughs> Well, then you learned something. I, I'm, and I'm supposed to be a nerd. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were learning learning the podcast. That stuff. It's like, well, this is perfect. Hello, world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How much has changed in three years? You you started by yourself. I remember I was an, actually a listener who joined in at some point, maybe early on in the Good to Game career. I specifically remember hearing about some of your first episodes you were talking about ghost of tsushima around that time um yeah like like you were like very impressed how good of a game it had been um that prior year that you were in, in that prior year in gaming yeah because we were just transitioning from uh the ps4 uh to the ps5 we had just gotten the ps5 and the xbox series x uh, me and vance did and i thought well i wanted to time it to where the new consoles were releasing so i thought that would be great and of course one of the last games that released on ps4 you know there were still other games that released on ps4 but one of the big titles that released was ghost of shishima just fantastic gameplay we've never played that game did you ever play it i started playing a little bit the multiplayer and i i seem to remember that it had like a like a really great opening sequence and then that's as far as my memory goes yeah, strong story, but really the combat is just uh, really, really fantastic. Uh, the in that game with you know using the swords, but uh, one of the key features, which you until you kind of get used to it, is kind of like uh, annoying because most games now have a lock-on feature. So if you if well, you're the, facing the toward, yeah, if you face toward your enemy. Um, you just like press down your left thumbstick. It's typically how it works, and your character will lock on to that character where you can like make a 360 around that target, and you know, and it'll always keep the target in the center. They did not use that system. They, it just it was a free flowing system. So if you wanted to face toward a target and remain face toward the target, it was up to you to make sure that you kept it that way. So. And sometimes there might be a camera issue that might throw you off, but for the most part, it worked pretty well. But what was really key about that is because 
the lock on feature is great if you're taking on you know one big character one you know like a boss character or a, or a bigger npc maybe one maybe two but uh, a lot of times in ghost of shishima you were taking on like seven guys at a time you know it's just like one those famous like you know martial arts movies where like you're you're like the hero is that are taking on like the whole kung fu school you know and everybody's coming at them you have to be able to like transition from right to your left to behind you to back again you know like bruce lee in every one of his movies right so with the lock-on feature that would just it would be too difficult so they just kept it free-flowing once you got used to that it worked great and you had you know it was just like learning all the moves and stuff and when to use them parry and and blocking and dodging and rolling and then slicing and jabbing and just all the different moves uh didn't get as intricate as like a game like neo uh which has like a samurai system where you have to memorize oh all does, the, doesn't all the that have moves the, with the katana it has different stances too and it has like three different stances right, and work. each stance has like a whole series of moves to go with. Now that was complicated. Yeah. Uh, it's not that complicated. Thank goodness. Um, I mean, it's a mainstream Sony game, you know, so they don't, they're not going hard, too hardcore, but their system worked great. Actually, you know, it's interesting that we're talking about that. The show has been on for three years. I kind of had a flashback to one of your earlier episodes. I think you might have been talking with Clint and Vance at the time how Sony's party system was kind of poorly executed upon launch. Like you couldn't figure out how to start a party. This party, the party stayed there forever. You could jump in and there was nobody there. So I was trying to do some voice chat over with some people over the weekend and I just couldn't figure it out. Well, actually, I couldn't figure out how to jump out of a party. You know, the, the moment where you're like, okay, hey guys, I'll talk to you guys soon. Um, but you still kind of linger on a little bit, go to Netflix or something. I realized I just couldn't jump out of the party as easy as I wanted to. I see what they were trying to do. I think like when you join the group or right. party chat, like it stays there. images, it stays there. You, you can send text messages to that, to that group. It's kind of more like a. Yeah, like a messaging system. Yeah. Uh, but it's so complex and not user friendly that I really feel like I've I've partied up less because of the complexities of their system. Yeah. I just don't want to bother with it. Well, and and you know, I think I think some people that I game with over the weekend still haven't figured it out either because I started playing um Modern Warfare 3 with with my my neighbor right across the street and he said, "Hey, I'm playing with some people I know. Just we'll invite you to the party." So anyway, we're playing. And in the conversation they say, "Hey, if you ever see that there's people in this party, just jump in. There's there's people talking." So they I, apparently they never close it. It's like an open chat. Mhm. And you can jump in and jump jump out. And this is this is one of the, the the moment where I was like, I need to jump out. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> right. And I think that's their, their intent. That's how they design it. Like it's it's a just ongoing group. 
that you're in and out of. But most of the time, I know that every time I've played with you or a, a lot of my cousins or other people, it's always like, let's start a brand new party. It Once it serves its purpose, I have no quarrels about it being deleted forever. And yeah. usually, yeah, I mean, usually just you or me or, or, you know, I don't usually get in parties that are bigger than, you know, two or three people. Right. And usually, yeah, I delete, I'm done with it until the next game. I don't want to, I don't want to try and find the original party and go back to it. I just want to start a new one. So three years later, we're still talk, talking about the party system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but, you know, congratulations, three years, a job well done, Tony. You started it. You were the mastermind. The show has evolved. It went from podcast only. At some point, I found that there was like some episodes on YouTube where somebody did like some cartoon animation. Yeah, uh, Vance's wife was uh, toying around with uh, animating some of the episodes. Right. So she was just experimenting. Yeah. And then it was hilarious. And then Twitch <laughs> came on board. And then it's like Twitch and podcast. So it's, it's, it's all over, right? Uh, then we started trying to do, you started doing Twitter at some point. We tried to, to launch the Discord this year. And it's, 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 it's been a, a lot of stuff trying to figure out. But no, yeah, it's, 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 it's been a lot of learning to it. You know, podcasting is, it's fun. I mean, it's just, it's a fun hobby for sure. Right now it's, you know, a hobby. And just, there's so much like to, to try and wrap your head around as far as like, how do you grow it? You know, and what the numbers are, what's the benchmarks for, are you a successful podcast? You know, it doesn't really matter. Uh, it does. I mean, not to say that, but it does matter if you're growing or not growing. Obviously, I think, I think after uh, after it's more than just our our parents and siblings listening to it, it's kind of grown and been successful. I was looking at some stats. Um, speaking about you know who the, who the listeners are, you know, like uh, shout out to our listeners in you know Finland, you know, say uh, what Malaysia, <laughs> uh, South Korea, Germany. Ireland, Spain, I could go on and on. It's, we have I listeners know. all over the world, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, we, what's really crazy is we really have more listeners internationally than we do locally, which is crazy to me. Well, I am, <laughs> I am an international speaker. Yeah. No, we have, we have uh, listeners from all over the country. So shout out to all you folks who uh, I can tell that they are regular listeners because when you go, when you dig into the statistics and, and, and you can see where uh, the listens are coming from geographically, then it's easy to kind of like figure out the same people that are listening from the same area. Cause you might have one from a certain place in Finland, you know, how many, that's probably the same person, right? Your logic would, would say, uh, okay, that's probably the same person. So if we start getting two or three from the same uh, area, then props to that person for spreading the word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, the podcast continues to grow. So uh, that's fantastic. And we continue to have uh, fun discussions and, you know, and have fun topics to talk about. And, uh, you know, but it's, it's just a fun thing to do. Right, right, right. Uh, and, you know, uh, along the, the comment about discussions, 
we do have on occasion some interesting threads going on on the Discord. Recently, I was talking with, uh, man, I forget his name. We were talking about like anime and different shows that we would like to see if Shadow Knights. Shadow Knights, yes. And so there's there's like some ongoing discussions there every there over there every once in a while. So if um if you want to get a little bit more more good to game content, which is equally as interesting and you know just silly and all all random all over the place, unless you can check us out on the Discord too. Yeah, yeah, nice plug in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, for sure. I mean, like we said, we wanted to build a community. That was one of our goals this year was to build a community. Uh, I mean, you came we, over. You, and, you I, came you over to my house, your place. Yeah. yeah, and we and we we had no idea what we were doing. We had two laptops, and we said, "Let's build a Discord community." Yep, and so far, I mean, I think it's been pretty successful. I mean, it's not a huge, uh, we don't have huge numbers in there, but it is a good community. People are engaged and talking and it's, it's fun. And we've, you know, we've originated a couple of tournaments from within that community. And we've um, actually participated in some tournaments for an, other communities in Discord too. Yeah. So uh, definitely if you're interested to be part of that community. And you, and know, you know what, speaking of community, Discord. as you and I are talking, somebody's texting me saying, Hey, Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate two is on sale on PS4 for 15 bucks. Highly recommend. This is the type of stuff that I, I, I enjoy, right? People just kind of sharing news, doing community stuff for gamers. And I remember, uh, at the church, I was working hospitality and you were working hospitality, right? And, uh, we were just talking to, I think, uh, chance at the front door. Yeah. That's how uh, we, uh, you were talking to him about video gaming, and then did, I just kind of uh, have you. Did I ever tell you that story? If there's more to it, yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, you never. You, okay, you tell me your version of this story. My version was I just heard you guys talking. And I'm like, okay, oh, you're a video game player. So am I. And, and then you're like, oh, really? And then I was like, oh, I got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, but we're. We go to church. We're not supposed to play video games. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's no, what you felt like, right? There, there's a little bit more to this story than 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 what you than than what you saw. Okay, I, let's I hear it then. Okay, so I don't Give remember some background. Yeah, around this time, let me just frame the context. The church. I can't remember what the series was, but I remember the the church pastor was, was talking about like, hey, we should help our our younger men in the church have, you know, good environments, you know, help them thrive, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, maybe you remember this, maybe you don't. So we were, all, we were all working in hospitality, right? And you were at the door with Chance. And I completely remember that my wife said, hey, go talk to Chance. You know, he's, he's a younger guy, you know, he's single, you know, let's, let's have him over for, for lunch one day. So I go over there and I'm like, hey, Chan, what's it, what are you gaming right now? I remember he was gaming something on PC. It might have been Doom. <laughs> so this is this is where you where, where him and I are talking video games, right? And so you're like, hey, so you game too? And of course, right? So we're talking, we're talking. I remember at that moment, I was like, dude, you want to come over to my place on Monday? Or like it was like right away. 
Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, let me talk to the wife. Let's see if we can, if we can make that happen. I was like, dude, if you come over, I'll buy some pizza. Right. You know, it's pizza always gets people going somewhere. <laughs> right. So I go back to my, to my wife and Helica and she's, she's like, Hey, so how'd it go? Like it went awesome. And she, and I said, by the way, they're coming over on Monday. She's like, great. And she's like, Chance, right? I'm like, no, Tony. She's like, who's Tony? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's it's just weird. And then hot, hot story is that Chance kept on gaming. He did his own YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. And I've lost sight of Chance for like forever. I don't know where he's at these days. <laughs> Chance, you're out there. People are looking for you. You've disappeared off the face of the earth. <laughs> yeah, man. What What's up with that? We went to the movies to see like James Bond, some other stuff. Yep. Chance, yeah. He said he. The last I talked to him, he was having. He was going on a trip. It must be a very long trip. One of those soul searching activities. Maybe he's the person listening from Finland. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get away from these guys. Jokes on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's how that happened. Tony, what are you gaming these days? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Black Friday just happened a week ago. Did you, Tony, happen to pick up anything during these days? I did not. I did not pick up any video games. I did not find any good deals. Uh, what deals there are digital, and I've decided that I'm only going to buy physical. Okay. You are so right about this. For anybody who was in the States and Usually Black Friday is when I stock up on a couple of games that I'm gonna game throughout the year. There was like some pretty weak and bad deals this year. Like nothing really seemed to stand out as hey, this is a, a really good gaming deal. Nothing. I mean legit zero. Um and the stuff that I bought was stuff that was it was on sale, but it was not it was not the Black Friday stuff. It was just like random games. So, yeah, it was pre- it was pretty weak, and I'm glad that you've kind of said that you prefer physical over digital. Always, always, always physical is better. Um, but I ended up with three games. I ended up with Sonic. I actually ended up with four. Sonic Superstars, which my son is a big Sonic fan, and this is multiplayer. It is bad. It is bad. It's like amazing for a seven-year-old, but as somebody who you know can appreciate good games or bad games, this is not a good game. The execution is poorly executed. It looks interesting, but it's just it's just not a good game. Okay, I mean, he started playing it on Friday. Uh, yesterday, he was at the final boss fight because it's that short. Wow. Um, there's somebody in the community. Who's told me several times, hey, you you should pick up Super Bomberman and do a review on it. I can't remember who that is. Guess what? It was on sale. I bet you didn't know that it was on sale, Tony, because it wasn't one of the Black Friday deals. It was just randomly on sale. So I picked that up and I picked up an old classic called Mega Man NT Battle Network, which is a, really a gift for my son for Christmas. He really got into the Mega Man games and he saw there's a cartoon based on this or this is based on a cartoon, vice versa. So he's like, Dad, let's play it. So I think it's like Capcom's attempt at 
creating a Pokemon experience. So let's see how that goes. The physical uh, sales, you know, you'd have like a game that's regularly 49 and it it was on sale for 41. Yeah. That's not a deal. No, no, there was really no good any $29 deals, you know, or none of the, even the ones that were dropping to the teens, you would have thought that somebody would have offered up a good deal to just get some movement on sales. But I mean, I guess these guys are doing pretty good. (laughs) it's it's been a it's it's a it's a weird year it's been a banner year for video game sales last year and this but then you look around the community and like a lot of bigger studios are having like tons of of layoffs so there's it's something it's really weird i can understand i mean i guess i can understand some of the layoffs like you spend years on a project and then once you're done with certain aspects of the development, I'm like, can do you, if you don't want to have another game that you can put them on or another project you can put them on, you just, it's just not very good business to, to keep people on the payroll if there's no project to be worked on. But how do you promote people to be say, Hey, Hey, go, go and look for a career in video games, right? You, know. get, you have a good run for three years and then maybe you're, unemployed for six months well it's like you have to have like a a pipeline of projects they can move these people to i don't know how i don't know how the video game development thing works really the industry because it it seems like they just i i know like a, a big studio like ubisoft has like multiple studios working on individual projects and i know that they share resources and stuff back and forth so in that regard, I guess you have like if you're, you know, the music composition team, you know, you can just go from project to project to project. But you know, for for a lot of these smaller developers, where yeah, you know, I mean, some of these smaller outfits are being crowdfunded. Yeah, <laughs> you really have to be like. It sounds like to me like if you're going to be in this industry, that you better be uh, able to be cross utilized. Like you better have skills that are, are going across different areas. You know, you can't just be a specialist because a specialist, once your project portion of it is done, then yeah. you're out the door. Right. Right. I, absolutely. So anyway, back to, there wasn't any really good deals on games. I don't know about anybody else, but I certainly felt that I usually spent a hundred bucks around this time frame, And then I'm like, I was trying, Tony, I was literally trying to find out where to spend a hundred bucks on. Well, Vance and I decided that that's the reason you took the trip to Mexico <laughs> was uh, to visit some of your old friends there and, uh, you know, maybe pick up a few items. <laughs> well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, increase increase the, the library. Five figure discount going on. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of that, I did go to Mexico, and I forgot about the conversation about you can get a Coke in a plastic bag. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently that's old school because now you can just they don't have to. Before we used to do that because there was only the glass, the glass uh, container. For the for the for your soda pop pop whatever, now you can go anywhere and they sell it in the plastic 
bottle. So the health department cracked down on everyone who was doing this and they can't, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> I tried. I really tried. Hey, drink a drink. Can't drink a Coke out of a Ziploc bag. What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's not the same, man. <laughs> so yeah. Culture police strikes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So I now, um, so yeah, Sonic Superstars and those games that I bought. So that's it. But but there is week, one thing. Week holiday season. Yeah. Week. Pretty weak. Now, before this happened, though, you, I, Vance, and probably everyone that I know picked up a little-known game called Modern Warfare Warfare 3. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts? (laughs) Well, I think we, the last episode, we talked a little bit about, you know, this DLC from Activision. But we had only, we, we really had only, all of us, when we talked about it, we had had it in our hands mm-hmm. for about, at most, four days. Right. Because it released well, on a Friday and we talked about it on a Monday. Right. I have 129 hours of playtime into this I, game. I've you know? got 61. <laughs> and, so that's, and that's because I, I was rapidly gone for caught a week. up, uh, uh, rapidly surpassed you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, it is a glitchy mess. It's a glitch. It crashes every other game. I don't know why. Uh, what What's causing this crashing? I don't know if you have the same issues. No. Are you it, playing on PC? No. I'm playing on PS5 and it crashes constantly. Mm. It's, only, it's been something that's ha- kind of popped up in the last few days. So I don't know if there's been an update or something that's caused it. Uh, it wasn't that bad initially when I... Uh, first started playing, but here recently, I've, I've uh, only it's had been glitching. One one weird thing that happened to me this past weekend, where I I did I got together with two guys, and we were in the lobby, right, trying to go into a match, and then they're in the match, and I'm like, "Yo, my my game hasn't started," and they're like, "What? You're right here." I'm like, "No, it's not. No, I'm not." So I had yeah. to like set out the whole thing on the lobby. Apparently my character was there either dying and at some point he got kicked out, but I could never, ever play. But this only happened that, one time. Yeah. I haven't had that issue. Uh, it's just, I haven't really had like anything major in the game like that, what you're describing. Um, it's just weird. Like, like there's graphical bugs where like it, there's like portions of words and stuff that are missing from the menu system. I'm like, what is like half the letters are gone. I don't know. It's, it's weird in that, in that way. Um, the gameplay itself. I mean, it's, it plays just like the last one, Modern Warfare 2. I think it does plays just like it. Um, it does. Now, have you realized that shipment is out? Yep. I've been playing it. Okay. Two different groups this weekend, two random different groups. I told them, hey, let's go play shipment. And it was like, shipment's not in this one, dude. Like, oh, yes, it is. Yeah, so, it's called something else, but it, it's Rust. shipment. Rustment or something. Rustment, yeah. Right. Um, but when you get in there, you boy, can... nobody votes on Rust. Right. Everybody <laughs> just picks shipment. But I had such an interesting gaming session, you know. Uh, 
shout out to J-Rod. I was playing with him and a bunch of his co-workers. And uh, let's just say that the that the, the there's some really good players at the CarMax in El Paso, Texas. <laughs> but but I was just like, all right, let me just focus on playing. The evolution from for me, there's been a little bit of an evolution in like how I play in multiplayer. Like, at there was a point in time that I was worried about like kill my KD. I, it had to be over one, right? Like, oh, it's got to be like 1.3 or something. That's not even a good KD. Like, but for me, that's a good KD. Um, so I was always like, oh, you know, I got to play where make sure that my KD stays up there. Over the last few years, it that mindset as like, uh, maybe I just don't, I don't care about that anymore. I just want to win. Like, yeah, the, the stat that the, the, uh, the st- statistic that I'm more interested in is win rate is the right? W, right? The W. So I want to win. So I'm going to play whatever the game mode that we're playing. I'm going to play that mode all the way so i take great pride when we play hard point that i'm at minimum two minutes plus three minutes plus I, even four minutes on the point i could have had two kills and 98 deaths as long as we didn't win i don't care that's right you i'm at that point now and i take i take great pride in in, in that big number whatever the objective is Oh, I got four minutes on the point. All you other turkeys have 10, 10 seconds on the point. I had four minutes on the point, right? With 20 defends and whatever. I don't care what the KD was. I played the objective. Domination. How many yeah. cat flag captures? How many defends? You know? Oh, whatever the kill, game mode is. Kill confirmed. Is what I play. It's like, kill it confirmed. blows my mind how people like, you know, see the, the tags there and they're like running past them. I'm like, pick them up. That's what right. wins. Yeah, get the tag. Pick up your t- own team with tags, right? It's very easy. But people are so concerned about, I don't know, KD, probably. Well, and this... I mean, I know that's what the... That's that's the argument. Like, sometimes you hear the open mics in the lobby. And and literally, like, we just... I finished, like, this yesterday in particular. Uh, I was in a couple of matches um, in the morning time. I played in the morning. And the people were a lot more vocal in the morning for some reason. But... um I was in multiple lobbies where people were literally arguing over, I, I got 10 more kills than you did. And we were playing hard point. Like that's a random number, right? You're, you walk in there with a grenade, automatic grenade launcher and get more kills and it takes no skill to do that. Right. It's right. like, of course. <laughs> so I don't understand why, you know, why you're, you're literally sitting here arguing kd in a hard point match and um again you only had 10 seconds on the point i had three minutes and 50 seconds have you have you already gotten any like gold uh camels kins no i'm not i'm not doing uh that yet um because i I remember back in the vanguard days like right away you had a couple gold guns i was like tony what's up with that yeah uh i mean i've maxed out in the black ops uh and maybe one or two other call of duties where i got the the calling card that was complete everything calling card right right right. every challenge every 
all, everything you had to do to get that. Like level every gun to the max, get all the camos, accomplish all the challenges, you know. So I've done that a couple of times. Uh, this game is a little overwhelming. I will say it's like since they've combined both the last game and this one. Wait, it's like, it's it's one and the same. I know. It's DLC. Like it's DLC. <laughs> full full like game the price assault DLC. rifles. Like I'm, I just been leveling the assault rifles. Well, there's like twenty assault rifles, you know, and some of those are from the last game, which I never unlocked. So <laughs> you know, you know something that is that was funny is that I was I finally started leveling up guns early, and when it gets to the point where you're like, oh, let me put something on the optics, laser, whatever, dude. It's like you're you're scrolling through, and the first selections you can see are the things you've unlocked, right? So yeah. I might have unlocked two or three. I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I kid you not, like forty or fifty options, and then it finally scrolls back around. Yeah, <laughs> because there's like so so many things to unlock for every gun. But we did talk about this in an episode about a year ago. How Sometimes the unlocks for Call of Modern War, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, um, the are the, the, to unlock the attachment for a different gun. You got to play a different gun. But now it's like, yeah, if you did that, you've got all these things. But there's just like so many things, and a lot of these things, if you see the the conditions to get them, it's either um, level up this other gun to get mm-hmm. this attachment. To a certain level or complete the daily challenges right for this one and so i've been right. doing that like non-stop yeah they've incorporated that complete the these the certain number of daily challenges to unlock whatever mm-hmm. attachment or yeah. upgrade or just any number there must be hundreds of these things oh and dude so- it's 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 actually so much it's such a grind. I'm like, oh my goodness, and it, and there's no way to get like, you can do like three or four of the daily challenges in like an eight hour period. So I, f- I found a, a I found a cheese for it. It you can only do three a day in multiplayer, but then if you happen to load up zombies, you can do another mm-hmm. three in zombies. So you can do. I found a way to do six a day. There, somebody mm-hmm. might be like, dude, you can do nine. Well, or you 12. can. You can get more. I'm just just playing. It will unlock more challenge. Like I'll get like challenge completions from just playing, even though I've already completed all the challenges uh, for the day. Yeah, and there's it like a, gives a, them to me. a street credit thing. I don't know how to even know what those are. Yeah, I I've just I'm not. I I focus on it a little bit, but not too much. I'm like, okay, I'll just if they come, they come. You know. Uh, I try to knock out the challenges early, especially if they're easy. And like right now with the map rotation uh, with Rust Mint, which is a combination of Rust and Shipment. Uh, shipment. I love Rust. Like I love last shipment. weekend was double XP weekend. And all I played was like Rust nonstop. And I, now we have Rust Mint, which is Shipment, which which is really just shipment because like like we were saying earlier, nobody votes for rust. Everybody votes for shipment. What was that one that they added to Modern Warfare 2? Which which uh 
we shoot played house. a ton. Yeah, shoot house. So so eventually they're gonna add shoot house. It's gonna be shoot rust mint or something. Yeah. Well, I like shoot house. That's a good. That's a really good map too. Oh. Um, they just haven't but, released it, but it's there. Yeah. Um, but with rust mint, you know, with shipment, so you just, I don't even bother with the attachments. Like I leveled two guns today. I didn't put an attachment on either one the whole time. Well, it's because I, I, I've said this. I said this before for Modern Warfare Two, is that some uh, they they really don't want you putting some attachments because they will hurt your stats pretty significantly. Like, hey, you want this thing that doesn't make any noise? Guess what? Your ADS just went down the toilet. Yeah. Well, it's useless, really, in shipment. There's so many explosions and stuff yeah. going on. Like, yeah. Like, really, you don't want anything to slow down your movement, either just movement or if you do aim down the sides, you don't want to. It won't be as fast as possible because it, the mo the, the map is just fast. So All right. you now, don't want to be slow. Here's the other aspect. Okay, we, we've been talking about PvP. Have you done campaign? No. Good answer. I've stayed away. Yeah. Stayed away from campaign. Me too. This time. But let's talk about the other the other mode, which is zombies. Have you done zombies? I've I have played a mission of zombies. I am hooked. <laughs> I am so hooked on it. I don't if I don't know if you've realized this, but in zombie modes, there is a campaign. There's a story. There's missions that you can accomplish to kind of progress the story. And there's three acts so far. I'm like eighty something percent on the first act. And okay. and, so, and some of these things are hard to do, and that's why I was texting you um, Friday night. I was like, "Yeah, I was like, Tony, I need some help. I really need to complete this, or I want to complete this Easter egg." And you know, you you're busy. That's 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 relatable. I've been there, but I squat. I you know squatted up with like some random people one day, and there was this one piece of story. That I just could not do. I tried it so many times. My I actually died because you have you actually have to go through uh, three different groups of AI merc mercenaries. And if you remember DMZ, the mercenaries are tough. They're not like you know the random zombies. And mercenaries right. will deplete your shield pretty fast. And there you have three missions to go against three squads of mercenaries and defuse something. And I was, uh, I was squatted up with a couple of people after I had started this, because you know you can come across people and you know join their squad or they can join yours, etc. And I told somebody, and I told two people, I was like, "Hey, I, I really need to do this part to so I can progress in the in the story." But no, we've got like right over a minute left to do this. Uh, I I think I'll try it some other day. What do you guys want to do? And one day, one dude just says, okay, I just defused the first one. We can do the other two if you want. It's like, what? And then with the, so, so there's, there's different ways to go about things, activities. These guys were just fun to play with. And there's an Easter egg. I really have tried so many times to do. It's just hard because you literally have to go to the four corners of the map yeah. to do certain things. And then go back to another spot and do something else. And uh, this apparently has some really good rewards. And I am like, 
every single time I've tried this, there's four activities you have to do before unlocking the fifth one. And I've always managed to unlock three out of the four before the time runs up. So I, I really <laughs> feel like I need some somebody to provide just some support. Um, that's why I was reaching out and I was like, hey, Tony, you want to try to get the king Easter egg? And so, and I also reached out to some other people, but, and they, and one, my neighbor across the street was like, dude, I'm so into this. I would love to do this, but the Chiefs game comes up to, uh, in, in 20 minutes. I, I don't have an, I don't have an hour to try to do this. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've played it. I, I enjoyed what I played. I just haven't. I was really like, I got into my mind that I wanted to finish leveling up all the assault rifles before I did anything else. Um, you just need one, the MCW one assault, one, one more assault rifle to go. Um, so you just need the MCW, no other assault rifle needed. <laughs> that may be true. I did, I do, I didn't delete the uh loadouts for a couple. Of the guns, I'm like, well, this is a really good gun. I'll I'll keep this load out just for now, just so I can remember which gun it is. Um, but yeah, like just playing Call of Duty. Um, again, just because there was nothing else to play, I did notice that uh, Remnant Two was available in Game Pass, which blew my mind because I was like, you know, every I'll randomly get on Game Pass every couple of weeks and just see what's on there. And it was like, Oh, Remnant two. Okay. I'll download it. Haven't played it. <laughs> but oh, wanna, is it, is it cross play? I think it is cross play. If you want to do a, a session, let me know. Yeah. But, um, I downloaded that. Then I thought, you know, I should go back and play some Starfield. But then I didn't boo. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I, okay. <laughs> um, but I have been watching a lot of movies the last uh, week or so. Let's talk about that. There's one in particular you saw. I want to get your thoughts okay. on. All right. So a week and a half ago, uh, Amy and I went and watched the Marvels movie. Uh, that the one exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, that movie. And so if you haven't already seen it, or you, if you have have intentions of watching it, uh, I don't know if I'm going to get into spoilers. I'm just going to keep it like, you know, there's one comment I'd like to say, I believe it's had the worst box office success in a while for all the Marvel movies. Right. I can understand why. Is it because people are just tired of movies or is it just not a good movie? Because it's not a good movie. I I don't know if that addresses the fact that people didn't show up initially. Usually these movies have big openings, um, and this one did not. But maybe people could just had to maybe it really just that fatigue of the Marvel universe is just really starting to set in. Did you see where one one I think it was somebody higher up in the in Disney said, "Oh, this this movie bombed because there weren't more executives involved with it." <laughs> oh my goodness um i don't know man I'm, the movie itself was dumb 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 i'm i'm gonna have to get into the spoilers here no okay? no 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 
It's just no, dumb. Every, everyone's waiting to see this movie, Tony. Yeah, right. <laughs> so dumb. I'm, I told you guys whenever the first trailer dropped, I said, the trailer makes no sense. And the best thing about the trailer is the, is the soundtrack that they used on it. All right. Look, okay. If you're listening and you don't want to hear the spoilers about the, some of the stuff I'm going to complain about with this movie, I'm about to talk about some of these things. Now that Jaime has got me fired up about and brought me, you know, uh, back into remembering me sitting for an hour and 45 minutes, whatever it was in the theater to watch this. So I'm about to spoil this, spoil some stuff. So if you actually think you're going to watch this, don't do it, Tony, don't do it. <laughs> Everyone's waiting to see this movie. Yeah, right. No, I can't. It makes no sense. <laughs> I, I gotta spoil this. All right. The characters in this movie are so dumb. There's and, and this is not being chauvinist or something because they're you know, this is like they're poorly written. They're they have no depth at all. Like the Miss Marvel girl, the the young one, Kamala Khan, spends the entire movie just gagaing over Captain Marvel like the whole time twinsies oh you know just all this I'm in love with you you're my hero can we be best friends you know just that's the dialogue that's it and Captain Marvel was just like giving her the crazy eye like who are you you weirdo get away from me and then the other one Captain Rambo no 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 Monica Rambo whatever monica rambo they were trying to come up with a nickname for her in the movie itself like professor marvel you know that's kamala khan's you know trying to be funny I, i'm guessing she's in her late 20s maybe early 30s she's she's got powers that she got from uh, the tv show with the scarlet witch right you know she works for nick fury or, or the government as a superhero right and she can't get over her past with captain marvel because captain marvel left her when she was nine years old because she was her aunt you know when i was nine years old you left me you never came back i can't get over it i can't even talk to you are you an adult or what get over it like you know as a superhero what this woman has to go through and you're sitting here whining about oh you never came back you said you would i'm like this is the depth of the writing like we're supposed to relate to this we're supposed to connect on some level to this how dare you complain about a movie that's got a cat in it dude the cat thing was so <laughs> dumb goose literally the cat is a major plot point in this movie i'm not going to tell you what it is dude goose is a major plot point <laughs> in any avengers movie because right. he messed up nick fury's eye yeah well he could do a lot more than mess up people's eyes oh yeah you saw like, the first movie right where he the got, cat he goes alien on some dude yeah the cat you know like an episode of star trek appeared in this show all of a sudden out of nowhere um but it was dumb and nick fury this his character what they've done to they've they've uh, all he did was make dumb jokes 
and get in in and like look at people funny and like he did nothing like you're the head of this organization and you're a nitwit it made no sense like i, I don't even know like the movie made no sense but dude there was a scene in this movie where they went to another planet well, you know of course you know captain marvel took them to a planet it was like oh look when we get here they're gonna be a little weird so just go with the flow right so we get there and the whole population is singing it was a disney musical and captain marvel is all all, all of a sudden transformed into a disney princess and Say what yes <laughs> what? <laughs> i am not kidding a disney musical one of those poor live action ones too not the good ones that are animated like a the poor version of a live action disney musical they inserted into this movie okay that's a hard pass then it was so dumb that after the scene that people in the theater all simultaneously said that was dumb <laughs> <laughs> Much like we are saying right now. Right. Oh, it was it was bad. It was bad. That was just one movie I watched. Two days later, Abe and I went back to the theater because we were glutton for more punishment. Yes. We were looking for that jewel that usually pops up in the middle of the holiday season, that movie that nobody talks about that just all of a sudden is fantastic. Oh, last oh, year oh, oh. it was did, did you go see beyonce's movie no uh the taylor swift one that's kidding oh dude <laughs> I, for a second i thought are you kidding <laughs> no 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 we went and so last year we went and watched a movie called um violent night right it's it was santa claus it was like getting a, caught up yeah like getting caught up in like uh some hostage taking thing that was going on and he had to play the hero and he was like literally killing like 50 guys with an axe great movie so we went to a movie called silent night this time now again oh that's um, that's got joel kinderman in it right okay. the guy who who did the the robocop remake and altered carbon mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah all right i'll try not to spoil too much in this one horrible oh it the, tra so the trailer looked okay painful so painful it looked like a 90s movie a 90s action movie look i feel like it's a public service announcement for, on my part to tell people do not waste your time watching this movie there's no dialogue in the movie well that's the whole plot of it tony yeah but there there is no way that you can make like a connection with the character at all with no dialogue like he's there's nothing that's going on in this movie that's just like oh i okay i feel i'm feeling okay. what you're feeling okay there was a movie that released this year that's called no one will save you have you Is seen that it? the alien movie yes i didn't see it there's no dialogue in it okay at well, all that's a girl getting chased around the house by an alien right yeah in a nutshell, I guess. <laughs> but Dude. Appar apparently it's awesome. 
okay, well, that that's fine. That makes sense. You're by yourself. You're not talking to yourself. You, maybe you're talking to yourself. I don't know. But in this movie, the main character, again, spoilers, but I think I'm doing your favor here. Oh, wait, spoiler. He, he can talk at the end. He cannot talk. <laughs> okay. Cannot. Okay. Yeah, he cannot talk because he gets his, he gets shot in the throat. There, spoiler. Uh, he's shot in the throat. He can't talk, right? But apparently everybody else got shot in the throat too because they can't talk. Like when they're sitting there talking or in their same room with him, they don't say anything to him. They'll hug him or they'll give him a card or whatever. Well, are, 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 are these like the bad guys that he's fighting? No, it's they're, his wife. Oh, okay. Well, His wife literally says nothing the entire time. The only conversation she does have, she'll literally pick up her phone and text it to him. And he's standing like in the next room and they put the text on the screen. She's like, oh, I'm hurting, you know, blah, blah, blah. You need to be there for me, blah, 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 whatever. Um, That's it. Like they'll, they'll have whole scenes together, but she doesn't say anything. And then there'll be like, there's like 20 scenes of her, of him just, you know, remembering the past you know and there's like soft music and does he talk him. in these in these flashbacks no he doesn't even talk in the flashbacks not even then nope and the action is dumb uh, people will say the action like you'll read the reviews and say oh the action is great this is a hallmark of this director or whatever okay i challenge this because one the guy had no skills to begin with he was utility. He worked for the utility company, right? He didn't know how to use a gun. He didn't know how to use a knife. Didn't really know how to drive like a getaway car or anything like that. He taught himself all this in like six months' time to be this deadly killer from YouTube videos. I just googled this. <laughs> you know how I said that this movie looks like a '90s action movie? Yeah, because the director Somebody... is John Woo. Yeah, he, he's done like so many great, and I mean like really great action movies. Remember Face Off with Nick Cage and John Travolta? Yeah, that's yeah. him. Okay, remember the original Hulk movie, which sucked. Mm -hmm. That was him too. Yeah, yeah. Crushing well, Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and now Silent Night. Silent Night. It's just dumb. Like just to just to give you an example of how dumb this is right he's going after this drug dealer in his headquarters which is like a four-story building like old factory right four stories maybe five i'll give him we'll say five right he gets into the building he goes up a stairwell right this big square stairwell where you have plenty of room you can just like look up and see it's there's enough space where if you fall from the top you'll fall all the way to the bottom you right yeah he's got a pump action shotgun he proceeds to time to climb the 12 flights of stairs in this four-story building five-story building right um all these henchmen are in the building right and they're all so kind enough to come down the stairs one at a time <laughs> <laughs> right one at a time. Now, they all might have a 
they all might have pistols, you know, or a knife. He, he dispatches them, you know, fairly easily since he's got a pump action shotgun in this closed space and they continue to just come at him one at a time. Well, that makes sense. Right. So he gets to the top and there's like a big henchman waiting for him up there. And he, of course, knocks his pump action shotgun away. But before it happens to actually do that, the character, when he's at the top of the stairs, he, he enters into the top floor. The first room he walks into at the top of the staircase is the armory where there's nothing but walls of machine guns. All these dudes came down the stairwell with knives and a pistol, but didn't bother to grab the freaking grenade launchers off the wall, the combat shotguns, or any of the submachine guns that are hanging on the wall right there at the top of the stairwell. Man, when when you just gotta gotta go downstairs and try to, you know, take out yeah. an, an a home you know. in, intruder, you just gotta go. <laughs> right so much we left the theater and we always reserve our comments from when we get in the car yeah so we get in the car and amy's like what would you think and i was like that was the most painful experience i've had all year maybe two years it was that bad it was painful there was nothing like they should have just made the movie black and white too instead of having color if they were going to go that back back that far no no talking okay so <laughs> so let me take a guess and maybe say the third movie you saw was the new hunger game is movie actually I, I did see that but that was before we went and watched the marvels the new hunger games movie is actually very good and since it's very good i won't spoil it but it's uh, worth the watch just just i've read the book Really? You watched the ballads of snakes and birds, whatever it's called? No, no, no. I read the book. I didn't see it. Oh, the original Hunger Games? Yeah. I read. Yeah. yeah. There's so much more stuff in the book than in the movie. Right, yeah. But, no, the third movie I actually watched today. And, do you mind? Enjoy this one. Godzilla Minus One. No, I meant no, 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 don't even know. I'm, I'm holding off on Godzilla cross Kong. Did you see the new trailer? No, dude. Godzilla's got like red glowy stuff in his back. Kong's mm -hmm. got like a robot arm. My wife saw it and she saw it and when she saw Kong, she's like, is that a new Transformers movie? <laughs> right. I looked at her well, like, woman, know your that, kaijus. <laughs> yeah, you did our kaiju game review with the monsters. Stuff. Yes. Right. You like that one, right? What was it called? Kaiju Wars. Kaiju Wars. Yeah. Right. Well, Godzilla is like the original kaiju, kaiju right? That's that's debatable. What's, the, what's kaiju? Is that the Japanese name for like monster or something? Yeah, it's like giant monsters. Okay. So, Godzilla minus one. I would just say, I didn't. Uh, I was having a conversation the other day with uh, 
before I talk about Godzilla. I was having a conversation with somebody at work the other day when I told them I went and watched Silent Night, the movie I was just talking about. And they asked me, well, you didn't watch you didn't watch the reviews or read a review before you went? I'm like, oh, no, I never watch reviews or uh, read reviews before I go because I want a blank slate. You know, I don't want to be uh, influenced by anybody else's words before I actually watch it. And then I told her how horrible it was. And then she was, you know, she was telling me, oh, you see, you should have watched the uh, reviews. You should have seen the reviews. <laughs> All right. And uh, so I went to this one. And uh, I, again, did not watch reviews uh, for this one either. Uh, I'm actually glad I did not because uh, this movie surprised me. Really, I did not have any expectations for this movie. It had no advertising, no marketing. Didn't even know it was on the radar. I saw that it was set in like the uh, post-World uh, War II Japan. Uh, and I was oh. like, ah, you know. Isn't that and it's, how they how Godzilla is supposed to have been formed? Like because of like the atomic mm -hmm. bomb and right, yeah, lizard grows out of proportion yep. and is yep. now attacking Japan out of vengeance. Yep. I mean, like I didn't have any expectations for the movie. I'm like, oh, let me see how many people are in the theater when I bought the ticket. Oh, you know, that's actually more people than I thought. You know, it wasn't in the big theater; it was in the smaller theater. Like it wasn't even it yeah. wasn't even worth putting on the big screen yeah right? they're big screens right. right so i went i watched it and when the movie was over the audience and me we sat in stunned silence because the movie was incredible it's the best movie i've seen this year i've got a, i've got a question for you because this movie's not a US, the US version of Godzilla. Mm -hmm. This is like our nice folks in Japan, right? Right. Now, anybody who watches anime will resonate with this question I'm about to ask you. Did you see it subbed or dubbed? It was spoken in Japanese. I read the English subtitles. That's how you should, that's exactly how you should see it. If anybody disagrees with me, let me know in the comments. But that is right. how you should see these movies at always, every single time. Right. The movie really reminded me of an anime. It really did. It's live action. Um, yeah, of course. But it had that kind of quirkiness you get with anime, I feel. You know, like when I watch anime, I'm like, oh, it's, this is just like that quirky Japanese style, you know, with this they think the stuff is funny that's that to us is not funny and vice versa um but it did kind of have that anime kind of quirk uh feel to it but in live action um and godzilla in this movie is not a a pro pro people godzilla this is godzilla's um, never pro people oh yeah he is yeah, he is. There's a lot of Godzilla movies where he he's, yeah, he's, he's pro Godzilla. He fights for the humans. I mean, he is for himself, but yeah. he's not just killing humans because they're in a way. He's usually in American version of Godzilla. You know, he's usually just trying to correct the balance. You know, no. if you just happen to get in a way. No, in every Japanese Godzilla movie, there's always like some political, social uh con subcontext to these movies and one of them the the bad kaiju was made out of 
all the trash that Japan was dumping into the river. Uh, there's right. always like some subtle undertone. Right. Well, there's no, there's no other kaiju in this movie. It's just Godzilla, and Godzilla is mean. He's he's very very scary. Uh, that's kind of weird when you say that when I when I when you say it in a monster movie sort of way. It's like come, it's fake, right? It's it's not. It's Godzilla movie. Well, Godzilla is not movie. friendly. Like, here's 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 the thing about most of the monster movies, or even most any of the pop culture movies, like the superhero movies and stuff. You don't really care about anybody in those movies. Like you might like them, but you don't really care for them. Like this movie, the characterization of of the main character and the people around him is so is done so well. It is actually a scary thing when Godzilla is around because Godzilla is killing thousands of people. Like he's, he's walking. Whoa. Now, whoa. Now you just said not two minutes ago that Godzilla is not a bad guy. No, I kill people. I said that in American versions of Godzilla, he doesn't kill people. In this version, he's out to kill everybody. And they do such a good job with the characters that you're scared for them. So, like, it's it's a horror movie that's done really, really well. Um, but it's some of the best characterization like the complaints I had about the Marvels and Silent Night, where the character you don't—it's just action, right? There's no—you don't care about the characters, you don't really care about anything that they're going through because it makes no sense, and it's like it's not relevant. Like the writers for Godzilla Minus One have done just a fantastic job. I mean, I cared so much about the characters. That I cried in the middle of the movie. I cried at the end of the movie, and I cried. I cried on the way home from the movie. So that's that's saying a lot about the uh, how impactful this movie was from a from a fan, particularly if you're, you know, a family person, right? Because uh, there's a family dynamic that's kind of going on in the movie that just very, okay. very okay. Good, I just so. I just pulled out the stats. Godzilla kill count in the movie of Godzilla King of the Monsters. He killed three humans on mm-hmm. screen. Mm-hmm. Three. In Godzilla versus Kong, which is an awesome movie. The total death count somehow it, it totals up to 5,979 people. Mm-hmm. Oddly how they come up with that number. So he does kill people in the U.S. version. By accident. Oh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, the tail just wagged, you know, wagged over there and I tore up some buildings. You know, he can't control mm-hmm. that. Uh, now, some of the visuals, like... What's crazy is that they made this movie on a budget of $15 million. That's nothing. 
That is nothing. Even even that is the nothing. Even the last Scream movie was made on a budget of twenty five million, and I was surprised that it was it did that. It took that much Dude, money to do that. You just watch the trailers. You just watch the trailers. It's like, how did they make this movie for fifteen million dollars? I'm like, it, some of the scenes in this movie is crazy. Is I mean, it's like CGI, or is he like the guy in the in the rubber suit? That's why. I mean CGI. It's CGI. <laughs> <laughs> but there is there's some crazy like when he fires up his his death ray, basically is what you call it. Like I mean, he's nuking cities, man. Like literally it's like an atomic bomb is being By the fired way, off. The proper name is atomic breath. Atomic breath. Well, he's using his atomic breath. Uh, quite a lot in this movie actually he's ripping about he's ripping you know buildings apart ships just 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 ripping them with his bare claws you know and they're showing it like they're not it's not void of graphics like they gra there's just as many graphics in this as as some of those um uh last couple of Godzilla movies it's just you know at least it's combined with great okay. storytelling so Godzilla minus one is a definite see Tony stamp seal of approval the must see I'll check it out I'll check it out yeah I'm still kind of iffy when you recommended the Barbie movie Barbie movie is a great movie <laughs> <laughs> that yet that is yet to be seen <laughs> And the guy that plays Ken in that movie has a great uh, has a there's a trailer out for one of his movies called Fall Guy, where he plays a stuntman. And uh, I can't actually wait to see that movie. I actually have seen that movie, yeah, the trailer. I know which one you're talking about. It looks good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, go check out Godzilla minus one. I will second that <laughs> one because I am I am a kaiju fan. So yes, I I would. Second that in a second. Yeah. Second that in a second. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got for this week. That's a lot. Well, Tony, awesome job. Three years of Good to Game Radio. Games, movies, and more. Yep. Here to entertain. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you do see us playing playing some modern warfare, drop drop a drop a shout out. Join us play against us you know we're we're happy to do that yeah yep all right cool well thanks for you guys uh thanks for listening in uh to this episode and um join our discord community don't forget about that check us out on instagram good game radio um and uh we'll see you guys next week all right that's for everything all right